2: post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today are you caring for an aging parent are you searching for answers welcome to senior care live a program dedicated to you providing information education and resources helping you become the best caregiver you can be i'm your host steve keeker Welcome to senior care live thanks for tuning in today i really appreciate it this program is all about educating seniors and their caregivers helping them make informed decisions and it's a great place to listen and learn and so many people consider senior care live appointment radio and i hope you will too As always, if you have a question, you can visit online at SeniorCareLive, L-I-V-E, SeniorCareLive.com, or go old school and give us a call at 1-800-331-6445. All right, so we have a really good program for you here today. This is super, super interesting Uh, We're going to be talking about a very special art exhibit, and this is called The Art of the Wish, and we're going to break it down. Uh, Both of the incredible artists are in studio today. We'd like to introduce Marn Jensen and Andy Newcomb. And Marn and Andy, welcome to Senior Care Live. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us.
1: It's great to be here.
2: You bet. It was great to meet you during that kind of that sneak peek preview for, uh, you know, those of us in, in senior care, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, I just have to say, I, I was contacted by my friend, John Carney, who's the president and CEO of the Center for Practical Bioethics. Great guy. And, uh, and he said, Steve, I, I got to talk to you about something. It's just going <laughs> to blow your mind. I think you will love it. And I'm like, oh, OK. So he had an urgency in his voice. So I, I gave him a call. And he was just on fire. He said, this is one of the neatest projects I think that we've ever been involved with. And, and he started, you know, it, it involved art. And I said, wait a minute, John. <laughs> wait a minute. I have zero, I have no eye for art. And I mean none. I said, so I'm that guy that you go to an art exhibit and you see this abstract, you know, modern piece of art. And everyone's ooing and, oh, look at the expression and, and the paint, you know, all, you know, all the stuff. And I'm like, it looks like a grade schooler threw up on a piece of paper or finger painted, right? Uh, right? Uh, uh, or a cat stepped in paint like, like plop, plop, plop. It, it, it means nothing to me. I said, I'm that guy. Right. <laughs> I said, so right. I know nothing about art. And he, and he goes, trust me. He, he said, I'm kind of that guy also. Uh, he said, but you will get this. You will get this. And so uh, I started looking into this, and I did get it. So I want to share with our listeners uh, that this is a fundraising event for, and this is going to benefit the Center for Practical Bioethics, uh, uh, as well as local Crossroads restaurants in the Crossroads District and the art community in general. And it's an art exhibition celebrating the wishes of, of our seniors, our elders, and protecting the interest of those whose voices have not been heard or heeded. And so I'm like, okay, well, now you have my attention because I'm a senior care guy. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, I started looking into this and reading some of these stories, and I got to say, just reading the stories, some of them are so simple, but they're profound and some of these wishes from local seniors will just blow your mind. For our listeners, I'm going to read some of these and then ask the artist to tell us about that story and then the piece of art. So they interviewed, uh, well, I'll have you tell the story, but basically you interviewed uh, quite a few seniors. You asked if you had a wish, what is that? And then based on that in your interaction and your interview with them, then you created a piece of art that is supposed to support
1: that wish. So... Tell us about that. How did all, how did everything start? Well, really, I think for both Martin and myself, it started because we had uh, parents who were elders, and we were going through this process of really, um, it was an education, an education as we uh, dealt with them in their latter years. And I know for myself, I had a mom who had Alzheimer's, and we moved my mom and dad out of their home into independent living, and then my mom into memory care. Mm-hmm. And there was so much that happened. I saw the best in people and the worst in people during that time. And I know, Marn, for you, it was kind of a similar story,
0: right? And in, in dealing with uh, my folks, uh, we were really exposed to how much you had to advocate for them, and then we mm-hmm. also. We're meeting other families and other seniors who uh, appreciated and benefited from a simple conversation with them. Mm-hmm. So that's how it, that's how it started.
1: And I think when you go through something where it started with our parents and it was so personal, and you experience such, such extreme uh, feelings or emotions, you want to, as an artist you want to do something with that. And so that's really what prompted us to begin this journey. See, so that's as personal as it gets. Your own parents doesn't
2: get more personal than that. Right. Yeah. And then your profession and, and everything about you is an artist. And so, how do we interpret some of the wins and some of the pain? Like you said, you saw right. the best and the worst. And how do you how do you do all that? And then turn and then use your creative to produce something that represents all of that. I mean, that's really, frankly, that's genius. I, I think. I think it's a beautiful thing. Really. I mean, honestly. That's uh, that's a beautiful thing. So when did this project start?
0: It started in 2017 uh, when we started interviewing the elders actually across the country. We were able to, to oh, okay. spread our our wings a little bit um, yeah. to the West Coast and beyond. Um, we talked to over 70, at that point, 70 elders. We gathered over 200, 250 wishes, came back, um, were able to do our first exhibit um, that was in a, in a corporate private collection. And the response from that was overwhelming. Fast forward a year or two, Andy and I retire, and we had to still keep going on with this passion project. So this is what the current exhibit is, is phase two, called Art of the Wish.
2: So how did you find the interviewees, the subjects and how did you approach that? And I know when we visited at the uh, at that kind of that sneak peek preview right. that mm-hmm. I uh, that I was able to get in uh, a couple of weeks ago, you said you would sit there and just marvel and just visit with some of these folks for like an hour or two. Oh, yeah. So I mean, yeah, did. how did you how did you come up with that <laughs> list
1: of seventy or, or wh- how well, you know, many? It's a great question. And I the way we started it was just talking to people that we knew. Okay. Because both Marn and I have an affinity for older people. We have always had friends that were in their 80s and 90s, and uh, we always benefited from those friendships. Mm -hmm. And so we spent time with them. But then um, my dad lives in independent living here in Kansas City, and he arranged several interviews for us. And then what we found is that, as we started down this road, this project just snowballed and it had a life of its own and people were coming up to us and are still coming up to us and Mm -hmm. saying, I know somebody that you should talk to. And would you talk to this person? And so just one interview leads to five more. Right. Right. And so how long, uh, so you, you started this in
2: 2017. So this has been going on for, you know, five years. So uh, how long did it take to collect all of these interviews and boil them down to, you know, I'm going to share a couple in the next segment here, uh, which, I mean, uh, for our listeners, you're going to want to hear this. Again, simple, but but absolutely profound. It will move you. Um, but uh, how long did it take to uh, accumulate all... I mean, it sounds like a lot of work.
0: It was a lot <laughs> it of is. work. It was it a is. lot of work. We, we put in some long, long days, but it was, again, something that we loved doing. And the conversations came probably in the first three or four months, we had six months sort of to, as a time frame to, to produce something at the end. We didn't know what was going to manifest itself in, but um, we knew we wanted to, to, to display the art in an exhibit. So then we took the other three months to start creating artwork on the first round. And then um, this final group, it took us another, you know, during COVID, we were able to really focus on it.
1: So it's, I mean, and the thing too with the artwork it's, um, we had a deadline for March 1st that we would have everything done. Mm-hmm. And we were working up until the last minute right. on yep. the artwork. So we really see this as a, a fulfilling a passion and that we'll keep working on it. So it's become kind of a, a thing that we... Are involved in one way or another all the time,
2: and so that first exhibit was at the Hallmark uh, at, at the it Hallmark is, Corporation yes, yes, here in Kansas right. City, a private exhibit, and you said that it was just, uh, w- just a just a wild success. I guess it was just very well uh, received.
0: It was. It, we were frankly we were overwhelmed, and a great story that we love to tell. Um, on our opening, we had we invited some of our wishers into the into the exhibit, and they showed up. You know, bandfuls of. Of our wishers, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And they came, they enjoyed it, they loved it, and they were we were ushering them out, and uh, meanwhile a long line had formed of hallmarkers getting ready to come in. Mm-hmm. And as they exited down the hallway, the long hallway, we just heard clapping, cheering, oh,
2: oh wow. Loud, whistles,
0: whistles, everything. Oh, and they gosh. made their way out, and it was it was actually the perfect cap.
1: The elders were stars and it was like, it was made Into a Hallmark movie. That was was no kidding. (laughs) It was
0: was fantastic.
1: That reminds
2: me of uh, all these scenes on on the news when people would be released uh, from the hospital from COVID. And they would go down a hall lined with doctors and nurses clapping and cheering for them and really celebrating them. That's kind of what that reminds me of. Exactly. That is is phenomenal. That's phenomenal. (laughs) Uh, So, again, today I'm visiting with Marn Jensen and Andy Newcomb with the Art of the Wish. Art exhibit, and I'm going to give you a lot more information uh, coming up next about where you can see this, how to get your tickets, and, and and if you're an individual or a family or maybe even a corporation, you want to uh, you're interested in maybe sponsoring. Uh, well, I'm going to give you all of that information coming up. But first, the Senior Care Live question of the week: the Art of the Wish exhibit only includes the thoughts of seniors with dementia is that statement true or false the answer coming up next you're listening to senior care live on the senior care broadcasting network for more information call now toll free 1-800-331-6445 operators are standing by 1-800-331-6445 i'll be right back Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. And don't forget, you can stream this program to any electronic device at SeniorCareLive.com or you can download the app, Odyssey, and that's A-U-D-A-C-Y. All right, back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. The art exhibit called The Art of the Wish only includes the thoughts of seniors with dementia. Is that statement true or false? And the answer is... False. The answer is false. And
1: Andy, why is that false? Well, it's funny because how this project started, again, was um, the fact that Martin and I were dealing with parents that did have dementia But then, when my mom died after living with Alzheimer's for quite a while, my dad's full time job was gone. And my dad today is 93. He is sharp as a tack. Mm -hmm. He paints every day. He reads. He listens to music. He is a creative and really engaged guy. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I realized that we, for any number of reasons, Kind of put people aside when they get to be older, mm-hmm. and um, we, I think, for both Mart and I, we thought, how can we um, make that more known to younger people yeah. and say, you know, this is an issue, and they have older people have so much to give and mm-hmm. so much to offer, yep. and the words that Mart and I got from this variety of elders, the words were so poignant. And so we really are in the process of trying to bridge that gap. And some of them, you know, some of them, do have dementia, different levels, right.
2: and many of them do Don't. not. They're right. just Correct. they're full yeah. of wisdom and sage. And and again, I'm I'm going to read one of these here shortly, uh, and our listeners are going to love it. When I read this to my wife, uh, it brought her to tears and it kind of took her breath away. Uh, so it's it's just very very impactful. Uh, and so again, for uh, those uh, listeners who are interested in this exhibit, it's called the Art of the Wish. And you can learn more at online at practicalbioethics.org forward slash events. Okay, and then you'll see it there. Uh, but uh, practicalbioethics.org. And it's on Thursday, May the 12th. Uh, so it is coming right up at the Leidy Volkus Art Center. And I'll tell you, I, again, I, I went there. So it's down in the Crossroads District, and it's right across from one of my Favorite restaurants ever, Lydia's. In fact, it might be too close. When I go down there again, it's going to cost me some money to go over there and have uh, the, uh, the the three course uh, pasta sampler, right? Oh go. my goodness! Oh man, that, that's one of my favorite places ever. Uh, and then I, if I go there and I don't take my mom, she'll be mad at me. So I, <laughs> right, we'll be mad I at could. you. Yeah, yeah. I, I I took my mom there uh, right when it first opened, and Lydia was there wow that's and fun. she signed my mom's cookbook and came out and talked to my mom in person at our table that's and mom great. was just starstruck she still covets that that cookbook that's so, great that's pretty cool I'll never forget that so yeah <laughs> that's pretty cool but uh, all right so it's uh May the 12th and there are two different times and for two really two different crowds okay so one's 5.30 p.m to 7. And there, there will be hors d'oeuvres there. So that's kind of pre dinner, and then you can have a dinner af- your dinner after that. And again, you've got Lydia's, and, and there, you know, there's a Jack Stack. There are several Freight House District uh, uh, restaurants and other restaurants there in the area. So uh, feel free to patronize them and, uh, and and go have some good food there. Uh, and then for those who would want to go and have dinner and then stop by afterwards, 7.30 to 9, there will be dessert served. Uh, and, of course, the exhibit, you get to meet the artist and a lot of other really good people there. So, uh, again, you can purchase a ticket or you can even become a sponsor of the event uh, if if you would uh, uh, like to do that. PracticalBioethics.org forward slash events. And you'll see it right there. It's called The Art of the Wish art exhibit so uh, I want to now jump into uh, one of these stories and, and again I, I absolutely loved this and I'm going to read it and this is the wish and, and then you can tell me about what you created uh, and I already saw it but I, I'll have you uh, just uh, uh, explain it here's the wish and this is just one of how many over 70 over 70 mm-hmm. with pieces of art to accompany and kind of bring that wish to life. I wish people would smile back. Stormy, a jokester, storyteller, ex-grade school drama teacher, and everyone's friend. We've known Stormy for a long time, and she's filled our lives with so much fun. When you meet her, you are changed. She's one of those people, folks. You feel lighter, happier, and even sillier. Her stories make you laugh so hard, you just can't wait to hear them again, even for the 100th time. Is that true? It's yes, so true. it's very really <laughs> very true. <laughs> yeah, Those lucky enough to call her friend, and many do, experience that signature stormy sunshine that spills out so effortlessly. So when she recounted this story, it caught our attention. And she said, this morning, I smiled and said hello to 11 people, and not one person smiled back. I just, I wish people would just smile back. This ripped out our hearts because Stormy has been putting smiles on faces for 98 years without even trying so if anyone deserves a smile it's stormy that is a phenomenal story i wish people would smile back what did you create to capture that
0: well i work a lot in collage and found objects and antique ephemera so uh, we both have a collection of antique photographs so i took Uh, 12 photos and manipulated them, uh, added different little touches um, to each of them. And then on the actually on the 12th it is a blank. I turned it over. It's a blank. It's a blank. And basically it's asking the question or challenging the person who's taking in the piece of art to be that 12th person Ah. and smile back. And I will say, I'm glad you read this one. Not just because we love Stormy, and yeah. she was a foundation to this, but also this is one great example of something you can go to this exhibit and walk walk out of there thinking, I can smile at people, and that's going to make a huge difference. And that is exactly a what A little we thing that yeah. you can do. easy thing.
2: It's, you know, and especially this world is pretty dark right now. Yes. Let's just right. call it like it is. Uh, for a lot of reasons— Uh, locally, internationally, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Something as simple as a smile can go so far. And again, I said said at the top of the show, some of these are very simple wishes, but they're also profound. Right. Right. So uh, uh, again... For, uh, for our listeners, uh, if you want to check out this, look, that was one of 70. I'm, I'm going to read a couple more here uh, coming up here shortly and just talk about, you know, the piece of art that was uh, that was uh, uh, created to support that wish or that statement of, of that elder. Uh, but if you, if you want to get involved, if you want to check it out, I promise you, you will be moved. You can not be an art person, right? So, I mean, I am not an art person, but I got every second of this one because, again, it's a simple but a profound, found wish and then it's connected with the piece of art that makes that wish it kind of brings it to life Uh, it's may the 12th here in kansas city i'll provide the particulars coming up next but you don't want to miss that hang on don't go away we'll be right back You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to seniorcarelive.com. And don't forget to check out the podcast of all the recent episodes at seniorcarelive.com or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, back uh, in studio with artists Marn Jensen and Andy Newcomb. And they are the artists that created the Art of the Wish exhibit. And again, uh, there's a special event. I'm, I'm going to clarify a couple things here, okay? So we do have a special event that, that benefits the Center for Practical Bioethics. That is on May the 12th, which is a Thursday evening, 530 to 7 and 730 to 9, okay? And you can buy a ticket for that, and that, that is a, a, a big fundraiser for the for the center. They do fantastic work, and uh, you could even spo- be a sponsor of, of that, etc. cetera. But also, uh, we just clarified kind of on the break here. That this is a free art exhibit open to the general public, literally right now, all the way through Saturday, May the twenty eighth. Is that correct. correct? Correct. Okay, so it's going to be here for quite a long time. In the hours, eleven a.m. to five p.m. Is that correct? Yes. Yep. And there's there's a lot to see. There are two great big rooms, uh, just full of these stories. And the story is right next to uh, like this this piece of art. And again, if if you're part of the general public and you're like that sounds really cool i don't know, i'm not sure about that event but i would love to
1: see that just go just go see it and it is thursday friday and saturday only those are the gallery days that they're Oh, okay up.
2: all right so it's not every day okay right. all right thanks see i'm so confused by this yeah so <laughs> i'm sorry about that okay so now thanks for clarifying now through the 28th thursdays fridays and saturdays and that's eleven a.m. to five p.m. And, and again, you can come to the big event on May the twelfth. Buy a ticket. It is a fundraiser. But any of those other times, so that's more of a kind of a private showing, private event. Uh, but any of the other Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays between you know now and uh, Saturday, May the twenty eighth, which again, that's by the way, that's the Saturday of a long you know Memorial Day weekend. Right. Uh, uh, again, free of charge to the general public. Go in and check this out. I promise you will be moved. So let's uh, I want to share this uh, this next one that I, I would love to share all of them. but look, this just consider this a good teaser. Get down there and check this stuff out. I mean it's really it, it, again, some of these are very simple, but they're profound. Here's another wish. I wish people knew that forgiveness is the key. Just let it go. Let it go. He goes on to say, From the moment that Marn and I sat down with Marilyn, we were struck by the power and the urgency of her message. She kept us spellbound for the entire hour that we spent with her. And she spoke with such forcefulness. And so she was convinced. And let me say this, forgiveness is the key. This reminded me instantly, uh, this has been a while back, but in my inner circle, there was a, a gentleman, and uh, uh, I was extremely upset with him, uh, and, and I won't go any further than that. But I was really mad, mm-hmm. and I, I, over a period of time, I realized, wait a minute, this is kind of tearing me up. This is actually destructive for me, and right. uh, I'm this this cloud of negativity, just my anger that I had, um, and I decided that I need to let this go and uh, I saw him uh, one day and well I don't know I'm sure he wasn't looking for this but I just walked up and I said I said his name and, and I said I just want you to know you know I've been extremely upset with you and he goes oh I know I know <laughs> and I said I also want you to know I forgive you and he was kind of blown away and he said Thank you for that. You don't know how much that means. And frankly, I, I and I, I'm sure he appreciated it, but it was more selfish for me just to let that go. And I felt instantly, instantaneously, I felt so much better. So the simple words of, I wish people knew that forgiveness is the key, just let it go. It is the key. It is.
1: I, you know, forgiveness is this amazing gift that we can give others and ourselves. And when we talked to Marilyn, she was living in Seattle in a memory care unit and um, probably, what, Martin in her 90s? I would say in her 90s. 90s. Mm -hmm. And when she spoke to us, she spoke with such conviction and Mm -hmm. such passion. And it really made me just sit back in my seat and again, so powerful mm-hmm. and I will never forget that and I think that's the thing one of the things that martin and I have discovered is that within this exhibit there is something like that piece and we um, have that piece illustrated by a photograph of an open window with a curtain blowing through it and it talks about a giant inhale and then a giant exhale and whenever I'm in a bad situation like I was yesterday with um <laughs> A service provider, yep. and I, I go back and I think about that image, and I think about Marilyn's words: "Inhale, exhale." Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. And to your point too, if you um, don't heed the advice of this elder, then you carry that. You carry mm-hmm. that burden, and it is self-destructive. And that is a self-inflicted issue. You have right. total control
2: over letting right. that go. So, uh, so, so, do what I did. Do what this is it, Marilyn? Marilyn, Mm -hmm. do it. Marilyn says, "Follow her words, very, very wise. Just forgive and let it go, and you will be shocked at the profound positive impact that will have on you. And then guess what else happens? The person you're forgiving, you'll blow them away, and and, and it'll help them as well.
1: Absolutely. I just
0: wanted to interject that I love that you shared your personal story because. Something about this exhibit, when you go in, it's about the stories of the people that we had conversations and interviewed with, interviewed. but it's also, when you're standing there soaking it in, you bring that layer of your own personal situation or story to it, which just elevates the emotion and the mm-hmm. connection. So thank you for bringing that up.
2: Absolutely. And thank you for reminding me of it <laughs> with all of this. And I'll tell you what, one thing I did not expect was to be moved that much several times to tears and to be moved to it was almost I don't know if you expected this or if you've seen it but it's almost a call to action because it made me want to do things and it made me have all of these realizations and it I just think it's again this is profound I've used that word several times now but it is this is a big deal so you're not going to an art gallery where you're seeing you know kind of you know wild and crazy art that you, you if you're like me you're like what the heck is that right i, I just don't <laughs> right. I, I i think it's cool i appreciate it but i i don't i don't get it right this is not that kind of an art exhibit everyone can connect to and relate to this one with there's just no doubt about it uh here's another one and this was a a huge piece of art that i saw uh, it was a limited showing but Everyone I knew, we are all over there reading some of this stuff uh, on this, this part of this exhibit. My family's correspondence, their deepest thoughts and expressions are in hundreds of cards and letters stored in my basement. No one in my family wants them. I wish I knew how to honor their lives, their meaning, and their importance to me. That was her wish. Tell us about that exhibit and this person and then what you created.
1: Well, this was uh, Nancy who gave us this wish, and this was actually during COVID. And Nancy, like so many other people, was cleaning out her basement and her closets, and she came across these boxes that hadn't been open for years. And there were literally probably, uh, I would guess, a There were hundreds and hundreds of cards and letters, and they all Mm. were from family members of the same family over several generations, from 1901 to 1989. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, I thought some of those pieces of paper looked really (laughs) old. There were some really old ones. Uh Yeah. 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 And I didn't know it was that old, though, some of those things. Gosh. Okay. And she had actually uh, viewed the exhibit at Hallmark, and when she found all of these, and really could not throw them away just did not know how to honor those um, years of interaction with her relatives she came to me and she said i remember your exhibit and i wondered if you would if we talked about this and and i had a conversation with you if you would want these and want to do something with those Mm. and so i sat down with nancy and and we talked and then i took those boxes that kept coming out of her car. Oh, my gosh. Down to our (laughs) studio. Boxes and boxes. Boxes and boxes. They kept coming. And I read every letter that I cut up to put into this piece. And the piece is 16 feet wide. Yeah, it's huge. And it's five feet tall. Mm -hmm. And uh, it takes up a giant wall. But what happens is the impact of seeing this quilt made out of hundreds of cards and letters, and then being able to read some of them. Mm -hmm. What I love about it is the fact that often at Christmas we'll get a newsletter from a family and it will be a glowing report about how perfect everybody is. Everything's perfect, that's right. Yeah, and that's a very two-dimensional look at somebody's life. And this, you had every emotion, every expression that was conveyed and you got a real sense of This beautiful family and their real interactions with each other. So that was uh, such an honor to be able to work on that for months and to really get a glimpse into that.
2: It would take you months to
1: read all that. It did. It did. (laughs) How did
2: you select
1: the, the, I mean, you couldn't use all of it. Right. Well, you know, part of it I had to select, and this gets so weird in particular, but when I would do a certain pattern, I would need a a colorless, say a red, then I had to move up to 1980s and beyond when they had red envelopes. (laughs) Because before that, there were no colored envelopes. Uh So I really had to kind of look at it more that way and how it would tie into the design. That is amazing.
2: We're talking about an, a phenomenal exhibit, The Art of the Wish. Uh, again, it's it's open. It's available today through, all the way through May the 28th on Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. And we're going to have more coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. All right, back with artists and special guests, Marn Jensen and Andy Newcomb, and they created this phenomenal art exhibit, and it's called The Art of the Wish. And I I tell you what, uh, this is just incredible. Just as a reminder, uh, this exhibit is open from now until Saturday, May 28th. It's Thursdays. Fridays and Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. And, Marn, again, where, remind our listeners uh, where they can see this awesome exhibit.
0: It's at the Leidy Volkus Art Center in the Kansas City Crossroads.
2: Okay, that's 2012 Baltimore. If you know where Lydia's is, you could throw a rock and hit Lydia's front right. door, I think. It's just, just right across, literally across the street. Very close. So go down and have some phenomenal Italian food or go get some jack stack in the freight house (laughs) uh, and and then head over to this, uh, uh, this art exhibit. It is phenomenal. And then again, a special event... Uh, For the practical, uh, the Center for Practical Bioethics, Uh, you can buy a ticket for that to support the great work that they do. You can even become a sponsor. It's May the twelfth, which is a Thursday. Uh, Again, Leedy Volkes Art Center uh, in the Crossroads District, twenty twelve, Baltimore, in Kansas City, Missouri. Five thirty to seven is one session, and then seven thirty to nine is the second session. So the first session has hors d'oeuvres, kind of maybe prior to going out for dinner. The second session has dessert, maybe after you've gone to dinner and uh, and you can uh, come down but you don't have to uh, go to that if you want to just go check it out go check it out so here's another one and i think this one's just pretty timely with all of the tension that we have going on and, and frankly everything that's going on in the world and there's there's a horrible war which i just can't even believe is happening um this one, is, this one caught my attention. They all caught my attention. But this one is from Lee. She's an anthropologist, archaeologist, and a mother of five. And here, here it is from her. We're more alike than different. Our basic deep wishes are pretty much the same. I wish we could just remember that. I wish we could remember we are more alike than we're different. All of our basic wishes are pretty much the same. Tell us about
1: that one. Well, Mary again was um, so poignant in how she was able to communicate with us. She and her husband were sitting in their apartment in uh, a living facility for elders in Topeka, Kansas, and she was very thoughtful and kind. I mean, you just sensed it and when she started to tell us about her story, uh, we were amazed at her life experience and what she had done. And to honor that, um, and to honor the fact that her wishes, you know, let's really look at this and look at the fact that we, we are very similar. And we found that in all of our interviews with elders is that they had a lot of the same interviews that were repeated over and over in different ways. But the way I I honored that wish is I took a two by four and I cut that one eight foot two by four up into four pieces. And then I had four uh, canvases that I stretched over this two by four and I just arranged them in different ways and made the two by fours different lengths but they were all from the same piece. Mm -hmm. And uh, gessoed each one of the four separate pieces and then hung them on the wall in a grouping. So, again, it was a really basic, simple way to say I'm going to take the same material, the same bones, and I'm going to make them a little unique and a little different. But they're all basically made of the same But we're more alike
2: than we're different, and our deep, basic wishes are the same. Right. Absolutely. That's cool. That is very, very cool. Uh, And then uh, I love this one. This is uh, – Almata, Almata, Almata. Almeida. Okay, I wasn't sure how to explain that uh, or say that uh, Almeida, aged 93, legally blind, uh, vegetarian, avid reader, walks 2 miles a day. And here's her wish. I wish for everyone to know my secret to longevity. I love to learn and I always want to keep moving forward. And she talks about she left a farm and, and you,
1: well, you you can tell her story. Martin and I traveled to Lamona, Iowa for this wish. And so Almeida lives in this little tiny farming community. And she uh, invited us in with open arms into her home, sat down in her kitchen. She had prepared for us and she had written out. She's legally blind, but she still had her perception of what was around her and what we were doing was so good. And... Um, she was a force of nature. She worked for the Environmental Protection Agency, mm-hmm. had had three marriages, had several kids, and had suffered a lot of hardship, but her positive attitude was so evident and is what kept her moving forward. I mean, nothing stood in her way, and she, was, she is an, an eternal student and mm-hmm. has this thirst for Uh, growing for learning for knowledge for moving forward and again it's one of those people that we met an elder that will inspire us you know as long as we live and it says
2: through all of life's hardships she always felt the pull to rise to something higher to make her to just to make more of herself and to keep evolving
1: in a positive way so that's uh that's pretty phenomenal she had a, a mantra that she would say to herself every day that it's too long for us to repeat here, but Amarn got a video up, at, and we love looking at it.
0: I just love talking about all of these people again. Yeah. I mean, when, we, when we're when we bringing up Lee and all these different names, yeah. I have so many good memories and feelings about just being in their space and – seeing their life and their stories come come to life at their kitchen tables so fun.
2: so once once this wraps up on May the 28th what is next for your for you for this amazing exhibit this feels like a living breathing entity yes. now Wh- where does it go from here
0: well thanks for asking we are keeping our fingers crossed that it can um, rise out of this exhibit and go on tour mm-hmm. Um, we want as many eyeballs to see this and to experience it, mostly because of the message it brings. And we want people to to listen to our elders. That's the main message. So hopefully we can get sponsors or interest from whomever. Um, I are c- working can see- on that.
2: Yeah, yeah. I can can see some uh, major interest from some large corporate sponsorships uh, who own, you know, assisted living and long-term care communities and maybe have that traveling around all of the different, you know, cities and all over the place. Uh, You could have, you know, individual investors that just want to support this in a philanthropic kind of thing. I mean, I... I think I don't know. I kind of see that the future is is bright here, and I'm just hoping that uh, uh, we can, you know, have a small part in, in trying to make that happen. Maybe make some connections here. So,
1: and we have no intention whatsoever of stopping. I mean, right. these conversations have really given us so much, and we'll keep going.
2: Yeah, absolutely. All right, so. Uh, I hope you got as much out of that as I did. Marn Jensen and Andy Newcomb, the two artists that created a a phenomenal art exhibit called The Art of the Wish. And again, uh, it's open now through Thursday. uh, Excuse me. It's open now through Saturday. Saturday. Uh, May the 28th, but it's open Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. And then we have that special fundraising event on May the 12th. Check out uh, opportunities to support that and get your tickets at practicalbioethics.org. And uh, Marn and Andy, thanks so much. Uh, Thank you for creating that and thanks for coming in. This has just been a blast. Thank Thank you. We really
1: appreciate it
2: all right support them seriously now and into the future get involved you will be moved this will be a call to action for you i promise you will love this exhibit all right i'm your host steve keeker and i wish you grace and peace may god bless you and your family on this day and always join me next week right here on senior care live